god. We're already laughing. I know, I know. Hi, everyone. This is what happens. Hi, everyone. This is Dasha with Project Love Yourself, and I have a very, very special guest with me. Hi, everybody. I'm Shante Dunbar, and I'm the author of Diving in Stilettos First, Memoirs of Dating Mr. Right Now, and the relationship expert for this amazing episode of... I'm so excited. Me too. Did you hear that, guys? Relationship expert <laughs> and author. Yes. So we're going to like get down and dirty and like I'm totally going to pick your brain about love, self-love, relationships, toxic relationships, mm. letting go of relationships, mm-hmm. thriving in relationships, yes. all of that fun stuff. Yes. But ready. first, tell me how you came to even becoming an author or even like gaining this experience and like calling yourself a relationship expert and like inspiring other people to kind of thrive you know when I decided to tell my story well first it became a story because I was going on all these dates and they were insane and my friends were like you need to write a book because no one's gonna believe this and I yeah. was like you're right I was like because these crazy shenanigans like who could make this stuff up right so I was working two jobs so I quit the second job and I was like I'm gonna I'm gonna do this like why not what do I have to lose exactly so like on my way to work I was on the train and I was just like you know what let me just start where do I want to start from the beginning obviously right? right so I was married before I had an annulment and I was like might as well pick up where I left him <laughs> and, <laughs> like that but I'm both and it just kind of snowballed from there and it was just kind of like after I finished talking about that relationship and the guy that I dated right after and it just snowballed and I was like okay I like where this is going right. and it felt like liberating yeah to really like get my story out because I'm such a private person right so it's like once I started writing and I got all into it and I was yeah. like, who else do I want to talk about? Right, right. <laughs> and so I just kept going and I went in chronological order. And then after like I was done, I kind of read it back and I was like, holy crap. Yeah. Like, girl. This needs to be out there. Yeah, because I was like, there's no way I'm the only person going through these things. Right. And then I had, like, self-reflection throughout even writing it. Like, the girl who started the book is not the girl who ended the book. Absolutely. It's not the girl who finished the book. It's like, you know, it's forever evolving. And so the relationship expert came about with people just started asking me all these questions and asking for love advice. And I've always given advice to whomever needed it. I was never like, you know, oh, no, I don't know. But I had so much experience. I was like, I've been through that, girl. Let me tell you. You know? (laughs) Let me tell you what to do when this happens. Okay, now let me tell you. And then, um, you know, people started just calling me relationship expert. And I was like, am I really? And um, my life coach, she was like, shout out to Liata. Hey, girl. She was like, (laughs) "Um, you are. You wrote the book. Like, experience is the best teacher. So absolutely, there you have it. Now, when you got your annulment, were you afraid that you weren't ever going to, like, find love again? Like, because I know that when I went through the most, like, horrendous relationship ever of my life, which totally changed me to be, like, such a a different person. Yeah. But, you know, there were a couple of months 
maybe even a year where I was like, oh, no way. Like, there's yeah. no way I could ever date someone. There's no way any, like, I could ever trust this person. Mm-hmm. Like, what if this person, like, cheats on me or lies? Like, mm-hmm. so how did you get through that phase? Um. Well, honestly, like, my marriage had gotten to the point where it was just kind of like we were tolerating each other. Right. So it was kind of like going downhill and we both could kind of sense it. And, you know, when he told me he didn't want to have any children and Mm -hmm. I was ready to have children at 30. Right, right. I was, like, devastated. And I was just like, okay, you know what? That was one of many things that I kept compromising on and. I couldn't do it anymore. I was like, that was the straw that broke the camel's back. Don't you struggle with that word, compromise? Oh, my God. I I do, too. (laughs) Because I don't know, like, when compromise is being extended to, well, I don't think this is compromising anymore. This is like Mm -hmm. you're giving up what you are feeling. Yes. And you're allowing this. Like, so... It's yeah. like it's like you're bending, but it's like, are you bending so much to the point where you're about to break? Right, right. Or are you able to like kind of bounce back again? So yeah. like I still, I'm still working on that compromise thing. It's like I guess I have to figure out who's worth it to right. me to kind of you know maybe see things in a different way. Right. Um. And yeah, it wasn't. It was. It was disappointing, but because it was coming to the end. It was just kind of like a relief almost. Yeah. And I felt a sense of freedom. Was I heartbroken? Of course. Nobody wants their marriage to end, especially when it's something you've always wanted. But, you know, me now, after writing the book, the book turned two last week, my two-year anniversary. Um, And I was just kind of looked back on it, and I was like, I didn't really know how to be a wife. Right. And he didn't know how to be a husband. Like, we were just going off of what we thought it should look at like instead of going off of what we wanted it to be right and so that was even i just realized that like maybe a couple months ago i was like oh my goodness like yeah i know exactly what you mean by that because even like referring it to social media and like seeing relationships on social media and like wanting to like be exactly like those couples and oh we can do this and do that couple goals Mm -hmm. like why is it so difficult to make your own couple goals right like why are we so intimidated when we say like okay we've been dating for three years and that's okay we're not married yet and that's okay because we are at this place exactly why do we need to have kids right now why do we need to like you know what i mean like right all of these things why do we need to post a billion pictures on social media yeah like you know <laughs> and i used to be that person yeah, i used to think yeah. like if i don't post a picture mm-hmm. with my boyfriend yeah something's wrong right mm-hmm. and yeah. now it's like Come on, really? Like, I really want to keep this private because he's so cute. And I don't want right? to okay. people to know. Don't be putting him God. out on this playground. Keep him. Exactly. <laughs> That's a best kept secret. Nothing wrong with that. Um, so, okay. So then you went on all of these, like, crazy dates, which I totally understand. Yes. What yes. was, like, the craziest? Well, we'll share. What was, like, the craziest date that you've been on? Okay, so this guy, he uh, drove up, he was from, he was originally from, like, here, Brooklyn or whatever, but he was living down south. You know how they always say, when you get in trouble, go down south, right? (laughs) (laughs) So, 
know. Yeah, like, guilty, guilty. Yeah, so he, you know, he came up exact just for the date. And I was oh. like, oh, that's a lot of pressure. And he was pretty much my first online date. Right, right. And so, you know, I was nervous. And he was just like, all right, well, I'm outside. And I'm like, yeah, me too. Meanwhile, I'm like still in my car like, I'm not getting off this car. I need to see if he <laughs> matches his picture. Because if not, I'm totally leaving, yeah, right? Yeah, And um, the date was so crazy. He, we went to the movies, which is not a good first date, people. Do not go to the movies. You can't talk. Yeah, and get to know there, each other. Yeah, right. And then after you talk about the movie, like you're not getting to know yeah, each other. Exactly. <laughs> so um, we did that. He fell asleep. He was snoring. Shut. I right kid now. you not. He was snoring, so I had to move over uh, so I could watch the movie. He had no idea what the movie was about. Like, oh at my. All. God. And then it was Hunger Games, like catching fire. Oh and he's God. like, Did they catch all the fire? Like, what? <laughs> Did they catch all the fire? And then we're like leaving. And he's like, Lenny Kravitz was in it? And I was like, I thought you said you were watching, right? <laughs> Come on, dude. So he gets totally excited about seeing Applebee's. And he's like, Oh, which is apparently like a big thing down south, I guess. Right. It's, it's like, it's popular. Here yeah, it's yeah. like Applebee's. Oh, like, I don't yeah. want to go there. Right. I don't want your dollar margaritas. Right. <laughs> right. Keep that. You can keep it. <laughs> so he gets super excited. We go there, and um, it's a teaser because we get there, and he's like, I'm like, so tell me about yourself. Like, tell me, like, have, do you always work out like this? And he got so, like, self-conscious about it because he, like, really took pride in working out. Wow. And he says to me, he was like, you know, you know, usually, you know, when I go on dates, like, let me just, you know, like my muscles or whatever. And he was like, but, you know, he was like, when I was a stripper, it wasn't that big of a deal. I was, like, always getting these. And I wow. was like, oh, wow. Hold what? On. Hold on. One, one, just one more sec. One you second. were a what? Like, and no, you know, no shame Your to bio stripper. did not say this. <laughs> that part <laughs> did you make a typo error let me know okay but then i had the audacity to ask because you know for shits and giggles why not i was like what was your stripper name oh my god Girl, he said big tasty big I taste wow choked on wow. my food the waiter wow. had to come over i was choking so bad oh my god and had me on the back he's like are you okay and i've got my arms up and i'm I'm so embarrassed. Tears are running down my face, and I'm just like, I cannot believe this is happening to me in Applebee's. Oh my god! Oh, all places. Better, better, yeah, in Applebee's. Like out of all the places, you could honestly like almost choke to death <laughs> and find out that your date used to be a stripper. Right. Was Applebee's? I got it. I yeah. was like, oh my god! And I told him, I was like, you know, my body is like very attracted to your body. Like you're hot. I yeah. Was like, but when you speak. My brain hurts. Yeah, like no, there's nothing sensible about this I at can't all. Do this. It went right over his head, and I was just like, "Block! I can't! Wow. I can't explain it to you." Like I, you know what? I totally get it. I had something similar to that, but like this guy, he was like so. It was after like my relationship just ended. And my friends were like, "Just go, like yeah. sign up online. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to get out more." And I'm like, "I just want chocolate chip cookies. Like don't." <laughs> Don't make me. And what I used to do is, like, I used to sign up on, like, dating apps, which, by the way, I'm not a fan of. Uh, I used to sign up on these dating apps and, like, delete them two days later. Because, <laughs> like, all the people that were writing me. Anyway, so I finally go on a date after, like, ten Jack and Cokes. 
And <laughs> this guy, like, he takes me out, really nice, really smart. And then, like, randomly, like, mid-conversation at a bar, he's like, um, so, do you want to, like, put anal beads, like, in my butt? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, what? What? Oh and he was like, yeah, you know, like, it's it's very stimulating. I'm like, I'm sorry, can you just repeat this? Because I may be really, really drunk One right time. now. time. Like, he was like, yeah, you know, like, I have, like, different sizes at home. Like, we can totally do this. Like, I can teach you how to put it. I'm like, you know what? I just, I'm, I'm, I'm really nauseous right now. I'm just, I'm going to leave. <laughs> Because I just don't feel good. Oh my God, I don't know if it's you making me feel nauseous yeah. or the Jack and Coke. So, you know, I've had my share. Another share of, like, I went out on a... Oh my goodness. I went out on a date to eat sushi, and, like, he started talking about, like, the fact that he, like, is still in love with his ex-wife. And, like, oh, those are the worst. He, he, like, works for her family, and I'm like, okay, like, this is not going anywhere. Too like close for comfort. Yeah. yeah. No thanks, sir. <laughs> so anyway, after all of those treacherous dates, did you ever lose hope? And you're like, oh, my God. What is life? Woe is me. I cannot deal. Like, I'm done. Like, I must have went on a good, like, 20 to 25 yeah, dates. And I, yeah. like... Every day, I would, like, come home crying, and my roommate at the time was like, oh, God. Like, at first, it was like, no, it's okay. You're going to meet the right guy. And then, like, after the 10th date, she's like, oh, maybe you should delete that app. Like, that's okay. You don't have to go out with everyone who asks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's funny. So how did you find, like, that courage to, like, egg yourself on and be like, it's okay? Because I kind of was like, I'm such a hopeless romantic, and I do believe that there is someone for everyone. Every pot has a lid, right? And so I just kind of kept going, but I had to do a self-reflection and be like, okay, wait a minute. After dating like the fourth, fifth guy who was technically like the same guy but just in different forms, a chef, a teacher, a doctor, like whatever, it was kind of like, what am I? Okay, what am I giving off that keeps attracting this? Yeah. Right? absolutely. Because I'm attracting, like, you know, the ones who want to omit information, private, like, secret squirrels and, like, these things. And I'm like, why is this happening? And it was because, I think, I was so busy consumed with work and things that I had going on with my life and just myself right. I was just not really paying attention you screaming no yeah I wasn't and I was like oh it's a date alright whatever if I don't like him I'll just leave right. like if he choose funny I'm out of here like right. not a big right. deal and like when I finally encountered guys that I actually really did like and wanted to learn more then all these like secrets started coming out and I was yeah. like and that's when I was just like okay you gotta like get it together <laughs> like, screen it yeah you're right you say something when, when you're like you have to sit down and dissect, like, why are these guys, like, why am I attracting these type of men? Yes. Because for years, I was attracting one type of guy, mm-hmm. and yep. it wasn't a very pleasant guy. It was yeah. guys that would lie, guys that would cheat, guys that never wanted to, like, freaking work or even yeah. have goals or Ugh. whatever. And, you know, for me, I think I would always be like the fixer and I always wanted to yes. I, I, I always wanted to be wanted like so that was my thing of that yeah you know mm-hmm. so after like the straw that broke the camel's yes, back that I yeah I was like I went to therapy and, and the therapist like 
was like, but what are you doing? Yeah. That is attracting all of these guys. And I'm like, what do you mean what am I doing? <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the victim here. <laughs> I'm here in therapy. Right. But then I started to realize that like, I needed to come across guys that were more mature, yes. that were educated, that were smarter, and that did have like a good heart and yep. a good mm-hmm. goal and work ethic. Like, I didn't need anyone that was like wishy washy. Yes. I was like, you know, like I'll date her and then I'll date her and then I'll sign up on this dating app. Oh, but I love you. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I didn't I want confused. it. Mm-hmm. So um, now. Say you are in a relationship, right? Yes. Okay. And, I mean, not a relationship is perfect, <laughs> right? No. How do you feel strong communication and compromise plays a part in the entire relationship? Like, how important is it? Ugh, communication is everything in a relationship if you can't talk to your partner about any and everything i mean and it's not that you need to talk to them about every single thing there are some things that you can keep to yourself like everybody's allowed their own yeah (laughs) tell your girls tell your mom tell your sister like you know there's just certain conversations that you probably don't want to share and maybe he doesn't even want to hear it (laughs) which is totally fine and healthy but, you know, just being able to talk about, like, those major things or yeah. being able to just laugh. Yeah. Like, you don't even know, like, how many relationships I hear about where they don't even laugh. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, and that's you... so scary to me. It's so scary. Humor is everything to me. And so if I don't feel comfortable enough like, to share with you, right. then it's like, why are you here? Like, what are yeah. we really trying to accomplish here? Yeah. And then it's also like, you know, it helps you find out how genuine the person is. Yeah. Because there's so many times we meet their representatives and who they think, you know, they want you to be to them or what they want to be to right. you and it's like they're assigning themselves this role in your life that you're like I didn't ask you to be that yeah so why are you mad at me because I don't, I'm not treating you like that you know right, right. but that's like you know yeah real self-reflection yeah <laughs> deep digging deep, deep down there <laughs> deep yeah but communication is like the biggest part now, I think effort mm-hmm. you have to know like who's worth giving the effort to right right? because sometimes as fixers right we want to help everybody yeah and some people are just not you know they're just not worthy of your help like you can see something in someone and think they're like amazing but if they don't see it in themselves it's kind of like you're wasting each other's time yeah and it's like there are people who will come into relationships just dumping issue after issue and On think you, that's yeah. communicating. Yeah, and, you're and like, it's not. It's not communicating. I'm not a dumping ground. Like, yeah. you need yeah. a therapist. And yeah. I need a therapist for dealing with people who need therapy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's too much. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. And also, in, in terms of effort, it's, like, so important. If I'm going out of my way mm-hmm. to do things for you, mm-hmm. it's not that I expect 
expect you to do the same, Mm -hmm. but I would like for you to show me that you still want to be in this. Exactly. You know, we don't have to get married tomorrow. We don't have to have kids the next freaking week. You don't have to put a ring on my finger, but I do want to know that you value me and that you are putting an effort and you care that I'm in your life. Mm -hmm. You know? I agree. Yeah. And nowadays, that's very difficult. Yeah. I was just talking, I I do um, a podcast with my cousin. We do it every uh, Tuesday on IG Live called Her View. And just today we were just talking about the different types of relationships that people have. And it's like the difference between talking to someone and dating someone and dating someone exclusively and then Uh, being in a relationship. uh, It's it's so crazy. Yeah, and I was like, when did all these extra steps... Yeah. happen it's like you yeah. like somebody you date them if you want to just date each other you're in a relationship like yeah, yeah. but there's it's like this whole relationship thing people are like trying people to like afraid of it avoid it yeah people they don't want it yeah they don't want to be involved in that or locked into it or committed yeah. to it like yeah. it's too much work yeah they think and it's like it's not it's the same thing as you're dating each other and you're you know mm-hmm. you're you are incorporating one another into your life yes and that is a relationship that yes. is commitment because if if you're not answering my texts if you're not picking up my call if you're not dating me if i'm not hanging out with your family if i'm not like you know what i mean then exactly. that is not commitment fine exactly. i understand mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. if we are doing all these things and i'm being supportive to you and you're being supportive to me that's mm-hmm. already commitment exactly yeah. so it's like what's the big deal like i why do you think why do you think men particularly huh. are petrified of the word girlfriend relationship commitment like mm-hmm. there's like a huge like i don't even know like a big black monster face in front of each <laughs> word and it scares the shit out of them because it means responsibility i like that and that's a responsibility that maybe they're not ready to take on not necessarily right. because they don't want it right. <clears throat> some of them may not be able to afford it like they may want to get into a place where they're a little more financially stable so that they can feel like they can take you out and do things and just you know have that security for you and then there's others that like just want to play around and play the field and I feel like it's up to us women to listen to what these men are saying to us and take it as face value that they mean what they say right so if he's telling you like I'm dating he's really dating he's not joking (laughs) like I'm seeing other people like and that's being honest you know there's some that won't even (laughs) yeah absolutely acknowledge that yeah but it's like you know some women will get involved and you know they'll have intercourse they'll go all these extra steps thinking it's going to reel him in and sometimes for those guys they're kind of like well she gave it up too fast or right right that's that's not really I really wanted, but, you know, all right, we, we did it now, but I still don't want to be in a relationship. Yeah. And you left confused, like, I don't understand. I thought we, yeah. like, had something yeah. going. So it's like, again, communication. Like, yeah. talk to each other and find out what the goal is. Like, what are yeah. we working toward here? Are we just enjoying each other's company? Which is totally fine. Or are we, like, you know, trying to see where this goes? Are we, like, dating with this yeah. purpose of building? Exactly. Like. There's levels to it, but, you know. I mean, I ask a lot. I ask a lot of men. I'm like, you know, what are you afraid of? Like, when I say Mm -hmm. commitment, when I say relationship, and they're like, "Um, I'm not ready for marriage. I'm like, 
Wait, but I just said relationship. Right, that's I didn't it. Say, I didn't say marriage. Right, you or see babies. connect. Yeah. Yeah. Another guy, I, you know, I just randomly, like, asked this guy in the mm-hmm. grocery store, because I'm just curious, you know? Love it. He was Love like, it. I'm like, okay, so you're in a weird place, I'm in a weird place, but we enjoy each other, we support each other, and we love each other. What is that? He's like, oh, that's like marriage, right? (laughs) And I'm like, why does everything have to be about marriage? Why are you guys like, you're doing it to yourselves. Yes, they are. But in general, like I always tell, like I always tell my friends, like, look, if you're with somebody mm-hmm. and you're there for one another, yeah, it's okay to grow personally mm-hmm. and grow separate from one another yes. and grow together. Yes, like there is nothing that is pushing you to do something by the age of thirty or thirty-one or thirty-two yes. or thirty-three. You know, exactly. if you see value in someone and you know that that's rare, mm-hmm. why are you following through with all of this like stigmatism and like? Exactly. Oh, like I'm petrified. Like we shouldn't be together because you're probably gonna. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's difficult. It's very difficult, and like I think we need to understand that you know what? For everybody in a relationship, marriage is not the goal. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's just finding a partner to go through life with that. Yeah. You just enjoy. Like some people just don't want to take that extra step, and it's okay. Yeah. Some people don't want to have children that's okay like some people want to have the children and not the marriage like everything the rules have changed yes and it's like we can't keep like comparing ourselves to other people because it worked for them this is how it's supposed to be it's like everybody's relationship is different and once people start accepting that and making their own rules about what works for them right stop caring about what everyone else thinks about your relationship because they're not in your relationship yeah like hello make your own rules <laughs> make your own rules how about oh, this is a million dollar question why do you i mean i'm afraid to ask this question actually it gives me low-key anxiety okay why do you think men cheat uh, I think men cheat because there's something in them <laughs> that uh, scientifically manufactured. Yeah, there's something in them that maybe they're insecure about. You know, women should definitely understand that they are not the reason. I like he's that cheating. You're, it's not your fault he cheated. That's something within him that he needed to work on. Because if anything was lacking in the relationship and your communication was great, and you everyone. Exactly, and everybody was making the same effort, right? right? Then, you know, maybe that wouldn't be a possibility or even a thought. But because things are messed up, are messed up in the relationship, you're not getting what you want out of it, and instead of communicating about it, or, you know, you both making an effort to fix whatever it is, now you're going out to fulfill some kind of emptiness that you have. But that has nothing to do with, you know, your... So like come on yeah <laughs> like, yeah absolutely yeah like I don't think like there's there's so many reasons and it's not just guys like women do it women too, do too you know, yeah. so what you do is how you do it I mean <laughs> like, just, just saying <laughs> but but it's true but again that's something you know within themselves that maybe they're battling and they don't know how to express themselves um, properly so they yeah. act out yeah. and you know it's and honestly and I, and I 
I hate when people say like, oh, it was a mistake. It's like, no. It wasn't a mistake. It was a conscious decision yeah. that was, you made. Yeah. So once you can own that, like, then okay, maybe I could kind of like see how I feel about it. But if you're like, I'm sorry, I made a mistake. Like, no, get out of here. Like, no, that's not, it's not a mistake. Me... <laughs> Me spilling my cup of coffee was a mistake. Right, that's a Just saying. Right. Yeah. <laughs> now, would you say that there is some self-sabotage and regression involved in cheating mm-hmm. with men? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think, um, like I said, they're trying to fill some kind of emptiness right. somewhere or get some kind of gratification. Instead of getting help for it. Instead of getting or help. Like, like you it. say to a guy, like, and I've said it, like, many times, like, you need a therapist. Yeah. And it's not, like, an insult. It's, yeah, like, it's like, you really need yeah. help, and I can't help you. Yeah. Like, I can only do so much. I can love you. I could be there, but you need exactly. to explore that part of yourself. Exactly. And with ego and men, that's so mm. much. Because you have, like, a lot of, like, percentages of women taking therapy and seeing therapists and seeing a psychotherapist. But for men, it's so, like, oh, my God, God yeah. forbid I'm going to go see a therapist. You know what I mean? And it's, like, who put the stigma on there? Yeah. Like, and nobody even yeah. needs to know that you're seeing yeah. one. Like, I mean, hey, I'll be turned on if you go see a therapist. Like, I'll dress up as one. Me? We can role-play. <laughs> we can role-play. I'm just saying. Exactly. But you really need to see one, though. Yeah, like, no. really need to see one. We could do it after your We could session. do it after a couple sessions, yeah. and I feel like you're on the right exactly. path. But Yeah. But, but, yeah, like, I think, like, people just hurt people hurt people, right? Yeah. So it's, like, heal. Go heal. Yeah. Like, people who have taken time, i.e. myself, yeah. to heal and just get into this really good space. Like the relationships are so much better together. Yeah, and it's, like, I don't want you coming in here, like, bringing your baggage in my cleared space. Like, yeah. that's not what it's for. Yeah, I can't sage enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's not yeah. enough sage in New York City. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, why do you think people lose themselves and love for themselves in relationships? Because there's a gratification when you're making someone happy or you feel like you're making them happy. Yeah. And you know, if I do this... They're going to laugh, they're going to smile, they're going to, you know, want more of it. And it makes me happy to make them happy. And that's that's the problem. Like, you're so busy doing everything that this person enjoys that you don't even remember what you like. Right. I've been guilty of it. Like, even in, you know, my marriage, I was like, everything was... What's he going to like? What From the food in the refrigerator to the decor of the apartment, it was right. like, he's going to like, he's going to like this, he's going to like this. He wants so, this, he wants that, yeah. Right. And then when I got my own place, after we separated, I was like, I don't even know what kind of curtains yeah. I want. I don't even know what color couch. Like, I, yeah. I have no idea. Yeah what I wanted yeah now I'm like a little tyrant I know exactly what I want (laughs) but it's important like you said like it's important to communicate that too Mm -hmm. and that's where I think balance comes in because if I've been there a million times where I'm giving all of myself yeah and Mm -hmm. I'm I'm not getting that balance so like I'll never have like this person like ask me hey like what do you want to eat or like what kind of flowers do you like or like where do you want to go or how are you feeling today keyword how are you You, right right and asking and really listening to the answer 
right. not just asking just because that's something to ask and like yeah. you feel like you should like how was your day oh yeah great and yeah you, yeah. <laughs> you didn't hear it anything was, yeah. I said it was great yeah like I fell down a flight of stairs oh that's wonderful I'm like all right well what's for dinner what yeah. <laughs> it's yeah it gets and it gets very robotic and a lot of people are in relationships where they're just comfortable yeah like I've had a lot of like people that are living with their significant other for mm-hmm. like 10 plus years mm-hmm. and they're miserable yeah. yeah and they're still there and like you ask him like all these questions like well what do you want mm-hmm. and they don't even know anymore yeah yeah and it's like well why don't you move out well i don't know i gotta see like uh, like right that's right. like the not goal like don't be mm-hmm. that person yes yes and i think also like when you see what's going on like outside you see like single people complaining about single people oh it's Mm. miserable nothing out here stay married and you're like in the marriage and you're not happy and you're like you're like do I just stay with this person because there's nothing else out there like you tell yourself like there's nothing else out there I might as well just stick with this even though I'm miserable like it's better than being alone and it's like no yeah <laughs> not really not because really. when you're alone you get to have those self-reflections get yeah. to love on yourself get to know how you want to spend your time your exactly. energy your money and then you just become so good and comfortable with yourself you start attracting what you are yeah, becoming exactly yeah. it's it's awesome and spending <laughs> yeah it is awesome and spending time like i used to always be petrified of being by myself yeah mm-hmm. like the weekend would come and I'd be like, oh my God, what am I doing? I'm, I'm home alone. That's it. I'm depressed. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. But right. some people are really scared yeah. of being alone. Mm-hmm. But like when you are alone, you're learning so many things about yourself. So and true. I've always like, I learned that if I'm dating someone mm-hmm. who cannot enjoy their alone time, oh, yes. then mm-hmm. there's something wrong. Exactly. If you can't sit there and bask in your own damn glory yes. for nine hours Preach. out of the weekend, mm-hmm. then how how are you functioning? Right. You like, if I mean? you don't want to be with yourself, why yeah. would I want to be with exactly. you? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get it. I get it. What advice would you give someone who is struggling to let go of a relationship? Oh, that's so hard because people who struggle with it are, like, lost. Yeah. You know, they don't know what they like. They don't know what they want anymore. They're so used to catering to this person. So I would say, like, maybe you should just start um, spending some more time with yourself. Right. Or spending some time with people who celebrate you. Mm. So you're reminded how great you are. I love that. Right? Because, like, when you're with so someone true. who's, like, eh, just treats you regular, right? right? Right. You think you're regular. And then you need those people around you, like, you're a rock star. Like, what is yeah. wrong with you? Like, where yeah. have you you're been? Amazing. You're yeah. amazing. Yeah. So I would definitely recommend, like, just finding those people who do celebrate you and spending some time with them and also just spending a little time with yourself even if it's an hour going to the gym right doing something healthy to make you feel good buying that dress those shoes whatever it is yeah do it take yourself out for some coffee yeah spa day oh my god you don't know how many people are so petrified about going out alone like to a restaurant or i love it sitting it's... in a starbucks anything they just i love it 
people will I see me. It. Like, and so you want to be seen. <laughs> You're a boss and independent. Okay. Exactly. Like, yes, see I can me. afford this cup of coffee. I'm by myself. Nobody's paying for it. Boss. Boss. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag boss. Exactly. Yeah. Now, when we talk about friends. Yes. Yes. I have come across, um, I guess, like, a lot of guys have kind of encountered this issue, too, where, mm-hmm. like, they... They're growing and grooving and blooming, but they have friends that are just the opposite and are very bad influences. And like, <laughs> they refuse to admit that they're a bad influence because they've like known them for years. Yeah, like, yeah. So like, how could you even, <laughs> or can you? And you're in a relationship with this person, right? right. So how can you even like show them the light? <laughs> I am good. He is bad. <laughs> that is hilarious that is so you know what's funny like I feel like men like will hang out with like their childhood friends and you know whoever they grew up with and it's just like very (laughs) hoish friends all of them right all of them but they don't get involved in each other's stuff yeah the way women do yeah like you know, I, not so once they, will he like tell me like, oh yeah, my friend was there for me and like read me a book. Yeah, nothing. No, my ass was there doing all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. <laughs> I'm your best friend. <laughs> Say it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they just don't get involved. Like, um, we had a question and it was like, if you um caught like a your friend's spouse out with someone else, would you say something? And all the women were like, hell yeah, I'm taking pictures, yeah. I'm doing screenshots, Instagram, Snapchat. Yeah, I'm going over to say hello. Yeah. Like, they were going in, yeah. and they were, the guys were just like, no. Nah. Like, yeah. and this is how they keep these friendships for so yeah. long. and they're horrible, horrible friendships. <laughs> horrible friendships. <laughs> horrible friendships. It's like 10 steps forward, you hang out with one. 50 steps back, right? <laughs> there's regression involved, then you're like, shit, now I have to deal with this for another month. Right, but then it's like there's, there's like some kind of like comfort in knowing that they see such amazing things in you and they want to spend so much time with you and be yeah. with you. Yeah. You're just like, all right, so then you kind of analyze their friends and you're like, well, yeah, hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah like you're like, trying to evolve, obviously, because you're dating me. Because yeah. if you stuck with them, yeah, exactly. Who knows what you would have been dating now? Yeah. So it's like you see like some kind of growth, but then you also have to question certain like behaviors. Is he a totally different person when he's right. with them versus when he's with me, or like are they like you know stunting his growth? Because right. I know, like, for me, any guy that I'm with, I would hate for him to be the smartest of his friends. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, you're in the wrong room, buddy. Like, if you're always the one who's, like... Yeah. I want you and your friends to be succeeding always. 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 So if you're, like, bringing them up and teaching them things and whatever, but you're still making new friends and evolving in other things, I can respect that, like... Yeah. Okay, that's his friend from grade school, and yeah. it's growing together. And it is what it is. Yeah. Love is love. love is but love. yeah, you can't be with friends and you act like a completely different person. <sighs> it's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I swear this is why some men I think make women want to drink and yeah. overeat and everything. 
everything. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so... Ice cream's good. Ice cream is good. I love ice cream. Ice cream is good. What is your definition of self-love? Um, just doing things that make you happy, things that make you healthy, make you better, things mm. that make you... Uh, grow as a person things that help you learn things that make you evolve like that's self-love you are trying to be your best you in this lifetime because you only get one right and you were here you're here for a purpose so it's like why not work towards trying to figure out what it is yeah and being the best at it yeah and then helping other people because that's really what it's about right exactly absolutely being so good with yourself that your cup is just overflowing and you're able to give without draining and so once you reach that kind of peak then it's like you have like mastered (laughs) mastered yeah mastered self-love and that's what it that's how it needs to be i think a lot of people are like well what is self-love self-love is doing what you love Mm mm-hmm and then you being so peaceful with them yes, that you're yes. able to give that to others. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't, like, fill anyone's cup. No. If yours isn't filled. Exactly. You can't get from an empty cup. Like, I want, like, extra flow. <laughs> exactly. I don't even miss it. Yeah, when I'm exactly. Giving out. Yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely. Who do you think you are becoming in this journey? Oh, my goodness. I am becoming this peaceful fun just I, I don't I don't know I'm just like growing I feel like I'm learning all the time I'm attracting like-minded people mm. like I look around like my circle of friends and I just love every single one they all bring something super cool yeah and and unique to the right. table like I never feel like I'm stunted Right. Or I'm surrounded by haters, or yeah. like everyone is encouraging, everyone Loving, wants yeah. everyone to succeed, yeah. and it's like people say like, oh, it's so lonely at the top and whatever, and it's like not it's when not. you have good people, yeah. like it's yeah. gonna be great. So I'm like, I'm just, I just want to keep growing, evolving, helping people, and I just want to keep laughing. I yes. laugh a lot, and it makes me feel good. I like to, to laugh. laugh. Yeah. I like to laugh with you. Oh, thank you. That's like, that's, and I also think that's another thing that, about self-love is like once you're able to laugh at yourself, yeah. like, that's, no, no one, one can tell can you tell anything. anything. Yeah. yeah, so. Absolutely. I love I'm that. so glad that you shared your, well, expertise. Oh, oh, thank you. you that know, was a hair flip. That thank was, you. That was a hair flip, guys. It was a good hair flip. <laughs> I'm very excited to share this episode, and I'm so freaking glad that I got a chance to chat with you Yay. on Project Love Yourself. Me too. You were amazing. Thank well, you are you. amazing. Thank you. Stay tuned. You're amazing. Thank you. <laughs> it's a dev- dev- devilish smile there. <laughs> but definitely stay tuned, guys. The episode will be out soon, and DM us, email us for all any questions or comments that you may have after listening to this episode. Yay!